All right, it's a historic edition of the Miami Sports Pod. History from Tua Tagovailoa and the Dolphins. Six touchdowns for Tua, tying a single-game record for the Miami Dolphins. More importantly, Clay, the Dolphins are 2-0. They come back down 21 in the fourth quarter. Huge comeback. Tua with over 460 yards passing. Your initial thoughts on what we saw on Sunday from Tua and that Dolphins offense. Well, he still, just still doesn't have the arm strength to make it in the oh, NFL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can't, clearly, can't throw it 80 yards, apparently. Isn't it crazy that uh, the, the first thing people say when he throws the first long pass to Tyree Kill for the touchdown, it's, oh, well, Tyree Kill had to come back for it. So, yeah. he, he, go back and look at some of the videos of him playing with the strongest arm in the NFL and Patrick Mahomes, and now he had to come back a couple of times. I just thought that, look, we'd seen Tua lead the Dolphins back before. I mean, you remember mm -hmm. the, the game in Arizona yep, yep. a couple years ago. And, um, you know, so it, it wasn't that we didn't know he could, mm -hmm. but I think being able to do it in uh, this new Mike McDaniel offense, I think it just adds another level of confidence that, yeah. man, this team is never out of any game. And, you know, we're going to go all sorts of different directions with this. I, I knew Tyreek Hill was good, and he was really good, and he was really yeah. fast. I didn't know the level to which he changed the game. He yeah. changes your offense. He, well, he changes. changes your teammates, right? Yes. Because Jalen Waddle's a different player. Yes. 100 catches last year, great player. A different player, though, with the attention and the space and that that's it. he attracts. That's it. It's not, just, it's not just that he changes the team. It's that he cha changes the opponent mm -hmm. and how they have to attack. And I... So, so many different things that, that come to mind. I mean, uh, this the Dolphins, <laughs> we're two weeks into the NFL season, and the Dolphins are the coolest team in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, they have two 200-yard so, receivers. Yeah. I mean, you know, 200-yard receivers for the season already. You're talking 190 for, for Hill, 170 for Waddle. This just in this game. You know, you saw Waddle in game one as well make the big play on the fourth down. You saw Hill, what, he get eight grabs in week one, whatever it was that, you know, Tua was obviously targeting him a lot. The explosiveness of this offense, but you got to give – to a lot of credit because I think the naysayers and the critics were ready to jump on him. He threw the two picks. One was a poorly thrown pass into tight coverage with Hill. Uh, it didn't have much zip on it, got bounced mm -hmm. around, nice interception. The other was it looked like a miscommunication with Waddle where he threw deep, Waddle wasn't looking, defender was there. Probably shouldn't have been thrown even if Waddle was looking. Yeah, when, when you got that, that, not to interrupt, but Marcus Williams is, I mean, arguably the best free safety in the NFL. Yeah, and he was you waiting got back him, there. I, I mean, yeah. it's, it was a ball that should not have been yeah, thrown it regardless have been thrown. of the... So, yeah, no, full, go ahead. I, know, I, I think people were ready f to basically crucify two and just say, see, this is what it gets. I don't care how many weapons you get him, he can't hit them. Then he goes out in that second half, and look, Tua says he doesn't hear the stuff, but he does. Sure. He understands He understands the narrative around him that anytime he throws a pick, it's a huge deal. Anytime he has a bad game, which, by the way, I know that Weens isn't a quarterback stat. It's a team stat, but your quarterback is a big reason why you win. And the Dolphins have won a lot of games with Tua Tagovailoa as a starting quarterback, more so than most quarterbacks coming into the league two, three years in. They are a team that he somehow finds a way to make these plays and bounce back. And if he showed anything Sunday on top of the fact that he could throw the ball deep is the resiliency to bounce back. A couple of those throws, look, the one throw to, and you referenced it, it was a 60-yard pass in the air. The only reason that Hill had to slow down to get it is because Tyree Kill could run from here to Key West yes. and not stop at full sprint, it seems like. I mean, you, you can't throw a ball 85 yards. I, I dare you. Go back and look at every deep ball that Tyree Kill caught from Patrick Mahomes, and you tell me there aren't numerous occasions oh, where he had to come back from the ball. So course. let's just let's stop with that. Like, it, his arm strength is enough to lead an explosive ball, period, <laughs> it, full stop. I, look, I, it, my criticism of him has been 
that he still makes the mistakes. He did. And, look, he and made a couple on Sunday. A couple That's of okay. bad ones. Yeah, a couple, a couple of bad ones that they got. But, they fell behind a lot, obviously. But I think the thing that that I have said is that the the question you have then is does he have the explosive ability? Does he have the explosive arm? And I and I said, all right, well, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, they have this great arm strength where they can make that mistake and come right back down. Oh, yeah. I think the mistake is thinking that because he doesn't have a strong arm, I wasn't not the strongest arm in the uh, league he, compared to Josh Josh Allen type. Yeah, Josh strong, Allen, Justin Herbert, I get those guys could throw the ball a little further. I get it. But what he has shown to this point in his career, and I keep saying, oh, he can't keep doing this. He can't keep keep uh, making these big mistakes. Well, guess what? If you can bounce back the way he did today. Yeah. You can, and, and I'm not saying, look, at some point it's going to bite you in a game because it's a 17-game NFL it season. Has, it has, it will. But, but mean, the resiliency that he's shown, and we can't just put it on him, the resiliency that this Dolphins team has shown and the, the moxie. That they, yeah. I mean, left for, left for, everybody thought left for dead as far as part of this offense. He can't make plays and made a couple really big plays, including the touchdown where he got up. You know, yeah. other than the fact that he can't dance. <laughs> he he could get up. He could get up. But I thought too, ball placement by Tua was excellent on the Waddle touchdown and the Gasicki touchdown. I just referenced both were kind of higher throws, Gasicki especially. The Waddle one wasn't like Waddle was wide open. When I'm talking about the game winner, it wasn't yeah. like he was wide open. That was a tough pass. Yeah. From on the move, that, the field condenses when you're in that part of the field, especially late in the game. There aren't many pockets, and Tua put it in the right spot where Waddle could go get it. Same with Gasicki. I think his ball placement was excellent. I think he had enough zip. There are moments, and I don't know what it is, if it's technical as footwork or just whatever it may be in decisiveness, where Tua will throw a duck now and then. Mm -hmm. Probably more so than you want your starting quarterback to do, but I don't think that's the norm, meaning I don't think that's because he has a bad arm. I just think for whatever reason, sometimes he gets caught in the middle and he kind of throws a ball, and it doesn't have quite the zip, but when he sets his feet and makes throws, whether it's on the move or in the pocket. We saw on Sunday, as we've seen at other times, the arm strength is fine for the NFL to win games. And with players like that that can create space the way that Waddle and Hill can, I mean, this is the most exciting Dolphins offense I can remember. I mean, the Wildcat was fun. It was gimmicky. But outside of Marino, obviously, post-Marino, I've never seen the Dolphins offense like this. Two games in, they're the coolest, most fun team in the NFL. I don't know if they're the, I don't know if they're the best. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, two we, got, we got way too much, you know, way too much football left to be played. But you can't look at Mike McDaniel and how he's got this kind of like Silicon Valley nerd cool yeah. kind of thing going on. We're like he. He acts like a nerd, but then you realize, oh no, he's really he's wearing <laughs> he's, really, he's wearing the Yeezys. Yeah, he's, he's and, not that, um, not that nerdy. You know, it's uh, so you've got a coach who is just great. You've got explosive playmakers now all over the field, and and by the way, a defense that, despite the fact that it, Lamar Jackson I mean, put Lamar it on, Jackson them on Sunday, torches a lot of people. I, I still yeah. think that's going to be a good defense this year, and and now you've got a quarterback who's who's proving to be resilient. And you're right in that. Wins and losses are not a quarterback-only stat. They get too much blame for losses, too much credit for wins. Mm -hmm. But where I, where I will say there is a level of credit or blame that needs to go is how do you respond when you do the thing that you should not do? Because you have a lot yeah. of quarterbacks that you know, they make the big mistake like Tua does, and then they won't, they'll go into a tank, and they don't respond. Yeah. And give him credit. Like, I can't remember a time where he's made like a mistake and then just – He's done. And, I, and look, I, I shouldn't say I don't remember a time. Obviously, the Buffalo games. and But 
when you get to this level and and you've been empowered by a coach that is doing things to your strength and you kind of show that that moxie that confidence to bounce back yeah i, I just think it says so much to not just what two has been able to do, but what Mike McDaniel has been able to do with him. I'm glad you said the confidence of a coach and, and, you know, a coach that backs him. I think the biggest difference I'm noticing in two so far, you know, forget about the numbers and, and obviously being 2-0 is nice. The stats are great. But the confidence that McDaniel showed is now bleeding into the locker room. Like the post-game scene when the Dolphins win that game and the, and the guys are just jumping on Tua and celebrating that game and, and the excitement around Tua, that's genuine. That's, that's, that's in the moment genuine. That's not some... I, I feel like looking back on the first two years of Tua, there was a lot of fake yeah, praise I think that's for fair. Tua, I think that's fair. even from within, because they so badly wanted him to be good, but they knew behind the scenes, and I'm talking about players, knew behind the scenes what was going on with Brian Flores and the staff, not necessarily trusting him, maybe wanting to go to Fitz and pulling the plug, and then that kept happening. That I get the sense now that these players are buying in. Because McDaniel buys into Tua so much and says, hey, you're my guy, let me, let me make you be great. Let me, let me use your skill set to be great. I think his teammates are buying into it. That's why the, the stuff from Hill, I don't think is lip service. I mean, you saw it. Tyreek Hill has been around Tua now long enough these last few months and into the season that he knows that just get me the ball yeah. in space the way I can. You're not Forget about being Patrick Mahomes. Beat Tua Tungabaloa. And I think it goes back to Mike McDaniel. Man, I don't know what kind of a head coach is going to be long-term. I don't know as far as, you know, we've already seen he's aggressive, right? He had another fourth down that he went for in inside their own territory on Sunday. I don't know how good of a coach he's going to be from that standpoint, but I do know that from a player belief and work and backing your guy standpoint, he's a player's coach, and you can see why the guys love him. In particular, Tua, who looks like he's having fun. As stupid as that sounds, uh, an NFL quarterback, a top five pick, it looks like he's having fun. It never looked like he was truly having fun the first two years because of all the elements against him and around him. And Mike McDaniel said that. He said that after the game. He said, hey, I, you know, finally, hopefully now, he'll he'll learn to have fun playing the game of football. Because he said, I feel like he's too much of a perfectionist and he'll he'll beat himself up over the ball not being where it needs to be. And, mm -hmm. and you know, it wasn't specific to this, this play. But that throw to Tyreek, sure, it could have been a little bit further in front of him. Or sure, it could have been thrown a little bit earlier yeah. to where it hits him in stride. But I think McDaniel's point is, he wants Tua to look at that and say, man, I can be even better on the next yeah. throw, but I'm going to celebrate like heck right now because, man, this to. was huge. And I, I think the other thing where you talk about the fake praise and the fake love or whatever, I think now, and this is where this game was so big, this Dolphins defense I think is good. But Maybe I think, they didn't show it at times, but again, not, Lamar Jackson. Not today. X didn't have a very good day. Not today. Yeah, X got burned once and he dropped the easy pick six. That happens even to the best of them. But – I think now they'll be able to look back at this game and say, okay, on a day when we were bad, mm -hmm. he picked us up. He won he the did. game for us. He did. And, and I'm going to tell you this. There are going to be times during this year because two is not going to change completely who he is. He's going to make a mistake or two at critical times in a game that's it's going to be significant. And yeah. it will be on the defense to step up and make up for Tua's mistake like he made up for all of theirs today. Yeah. And so I, I just think it's like, you're slowly seeing these little elements of, of a team forming and, mm -hmm. and coming together. And it's, it's not going to happen overnight. But I like that every, it feels like not just every practice, mm -hmm. every game, every, things are just like slowly climbing to where you could see things coming together where this could be a special season. I, I think it's got all the makings of a special season. Look, week three against Buffalo at home, that's going to be one of the biggest early season home games that I can remember. I mean, because the Dolphins haven't had many big late season home games. Uh, the last 
decade or so, decade plus. It's been very mediocre teams. We understand that. There have been very few big games. And this has got the feel of a really big game. And Buffalo is the top of the AFC. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's just, you look at what they have. You mentioned Josh Allen already. They've got weapons to find digs. They have guys all over the field. A lot of talented running backs. Obviously, that's the team to beat in the AFC. To get them at home, to show that you can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. Now, is Tua going to go out there and, and out, you know, gun uh, Josh Allen? That's asking a lot. I mean, but he did it against Lamar Jackson, who's mm -hmm. an MVP, one of the best quarterbacks, and one of the best players in the NFL. So I think to that, I, I really think that that step forward for Tua, at some point, is going to have to quiet people to not think that Tua's a top quarterback. Look, there are going to be people to the extreme that say, oh, man, Tua may have elevated himself as a top quarterback in the AFC. A right boomer Esiason already did. Yeah, slow down. He's got, he's got, he's got to continue, let the guy continue to grow, especially yes. in this offense and with these weapons. I think he can be. But I also think you look at the flip side. When he inevitably struggles for a game, a play, a down, whatever it may be, you can't go to the flip side and say, I told you so, Tua stinks. This is the it's, Tua that we think. There's too much. I don't yeah, know why but, it's Tua. Maybe it's the Alabama and, and you know, the story. The, I don't know. But I feel like there's too much. Like Justin Herbert had a bad game the other day, right? Lost the game, basically, uh, the other day against the Chiefs. Justin Herbert, nobody's questioning. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's got a bright future ahead. With Tua, though, it is always the case that he will be questioned. The second he has a bad moment, one little slip-up, it goes against him. And I think that's the part where I think we have to start seeing that Tua is who he is. And with these weapons, he can be a very, very good quarterback in the league for a long time. More importantly, the Dolphins can win games. Yeah, and it's it, it goes both ways. I mean, it, it's it, now he, he has a game like this, and you're going to have people who are, to his, oh, I've told you all along. Yeah, He's too much. A, the truth with him is always going to be in the middle. And it's, it's Isn't that never the case be... for every quarterback? Yes. Like, I mean, yes. Who yes. doesn't I mean, look, have I'm a bad here, Who I'm, doesn't make a bad I'm throw? sitting here praising Mahomes and Josh Allen, but, man, Josh Allen's first year, there were plenty of people that were ready to run him out of town, run yeah. him out of the league. He, he, he looked like he didn't know how to play. He looked like an athlete yes. who just didn't know how to play football. Yes, and, and Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I, there there have been times, and it was, I think, early part of last year, where it was like, oh, the league's figured him out. It's... It, I think there is this wild overreaction on on a lot of quarterbacks, but with two, it seems to be especially. It seems so. to be extreme. And yeah. I, I just think, to, to your point, he you say he is who he is. I also think he's not a finished product, like you said. Let's let him keep growing. And if he goes out and he plays poorly against Buffalo next week, that doesn't erase what he did today. And if he no. goes out there and, and he throws for more yards and touchdowns than Josh Allen and they win, that doesn't mean that he's all of a sudden better than Josh Allen. Like, it's just... I will say, though, consistency is a big step. Like, that... Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Doubling down on yeah. this game. Look, now don't throw for six touchdowns. That's not going to happen. But doubling down on this game and showing, going out and having a very good game next week in Buffalo. You know, win or loss, doesn't matter, but just a good game. I think shows a lot to, toward maybe the consistency of getting comfortable in this offense because Buffalo is going to look at this film and say, oh, my God, what? who do we cover? Yeah. I mean, you got Jalen Waddle, 100-plus catches last year, obviously still a weapon. Now, all of a sudden, Mike Kosicki looks like they're, you know, give Mike McDaniel credit for that as well. It looked like Mike Kosicki was a guy with no place, and you had talked about a lot. That yeah. he, hey, you got to be able to block. you got to be able to work. To his credit, Mike is trying, but they're still pretty much hiding him to the point of, like, when he's on the field, it's usually to, you know, to, to make plays in the receiving game and to pass the ball. Which, which they needed to. Like, if you, yeah. fall, you fall far behind and then you have no choice. Credit to Mike, though. Yeah. And, and he went out there and he made plays. But what I'm saying is, and look, Raheem Mostert, hopefully Edmonds, is, they have weapons there, and I think if, as – People look at film now, real film of the Dolphins. I think you sit there and you go, man, there's a lot of weapons. I don't know where we start. I mean, obviously, you got to start with Hill and Waddle, but like you said, Hill is so much better 
makes Waddle so much better. Mm -hmm. But by the way, Waddle getting attention also helps Hill. I still, to this day, no matter how fast he is, have no idea how he gets open so much, so far downfield by himself. To my Tyreek. Yeah. What, what was that? Well, and even even John Harbaugh said it after the game. Like, I, I we we can't let them do that. Like, how how do we let? How guys does he get, get lost in the back of the secondary? Yeah, I. And I feel like it's it's one of those where like you you drill something all week and and all training camp and you know what your coverage responsibility is, and one of them was a a, a clear uh, miscommunication or the safety thought that he was going to have help and he didn't yeah, pass it that off. Happens. So it shouldn't happen with Tyree Kill. No, I mean clearly it was one guy thought somebody didn't do his job, yeah. and and somebody's and he makes job, you pay. He yeah, makes you pay. and he's going to make you pay every time. So I, it's, I didn't realize how much better he would make everybody around him. Mm -hmm. and, that, and I'm not sitting here. That that's not to discredit what Tua has done. Tua is is finding these guys when they get open, yeah. but that sliver of space in the NFL just means so much. And yeah. and Tyree Kill being able to create that for. So many other guys around him. It's been By special. Way, to watch. Even the two picks, the two picks were throws to Hill and Waddle. At least I like the fact that he's going to us big guys. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Like go, you're going go to throw the full arm punt. Like you're paying all that money to Tyree Kill, right, for to make a play, and he and he kind of slipped on the route and didn't get a really good positioning. And there was three defenders there. It was I, both throws probably shouldn't have been made, but I think it's to, to a showing confidence in his players and his receivers. And I think in a way that's a that's a good thing. Like if you're Mike McDaniel behind the scenes, you're having conversations about, hey, what'd you see? Yeah. Maybe don't throw it into that, you know. But at the same time, you don't want your quarterback to lose his aggression, right. especially if they get the ball to his weapons. So as we look ahead now to Buffalo, you say to yourself, look, Mike McDaniel looks like he's got this team. They've given him a good roster. Very rarely, we talked about this before, very rarely do you take over a team where the coach got fired that's coming off back-to-back -back winning seasons. Unless it's a proven team that's been winning Super Bowls, and but they're kind of a, hanging around 500 and they want to jumpstart. This is a team that's building. They've had back-to-back -back winning seasons. Mike McDaniel takes over. Clay, it's just two weeks, but he seems to understand what this team needed. Whatever it is from a, a locker room perspective, game management, personality perspective, he seems to get it. Doesn't mean they're going to run the table. Doesn't mean they're going to make the playoffs. Doesn't mean they win the division, all this stuff. But I do like... I don't think it's a fluke, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I feel like this is a good football team with even better football ahead the rest of the season. Well, I'm glad you, you brought up that point about better better football ahead the rest of the season. I mean, this is still the very beginning. Yeah. And Buffalo, in many ways, is a finished product. In, oh, yeah. Hey, they've had a couple they're the years. Like I said, they're the standard They're right the now. standard, and, and they they know where each other is supposed to be on mm -hmm. any given play. And, you know, we, we, you know, we're sitting here recording this on Saturday night, or Sunday night. It's not like we have a chance to go and, and break down the All-22 from this game. But I guarantee you there were plenty of opportunities that could have been hit or defense could have been played yeah. better by the Dolphins on Sunday because they're learning new stuff. And, yeah. you know, you didn't, you didn't overhaul the defense, obviously, keeping Josh Boyer. But I, Buffalo is further along in that build, and they yeah. are the standard, and they're not going to make those mistakes of the novelty. Dolphins, the Dolphins sure filled in pieces, though, to uh, get that 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 door, you know, that opening and whatever that there. I mean, it's closed. Sure, it's definitely closed. The Bills so, are on paper better. I, I give you that. The Dolphins are closing that door quick. I think. So regardless of what happens in that game, the Dolphins should be better when they play again later, and yeah. and they should be better. The following game against Cincinnati. I mean, that's that's how you have to look at this. It's great what we've been able to see, and mm -hmm. man, there's something really cool about what the Dolphins are doing. And yet, as far as building towards being a complete team in Mike McDaniel's image and everything yeah. he wants them to be, 
they're not there yet. They're not, they're not going to be there this year. I mean, no, that's, if, look, he didn't get hired to be a one-year coach. No. This is a long-term plan. But again, the the while it is a long-term plan for Tua, it really was a short-term plan, meaning he had to show that he could be this kind of quarterback right now. Yeah. Because the first two years, it wasn't an excuse. It was legitimate. You could use the backdrop of all the uncertainty around them, the pulling, the tugging. Now you can't because you have a coach that has a full confidence and a proven offensive system. You know, coming from that system and the Shanahan and all that stuff, he has clearly an idea of how to run an offense. And it clearly has an idea of how to maximize the skill of his players. If Tua didn't succeed in that, then you could say, Tua's the problem more so than this. But Tua is clearly comfortable in it, confident in it. His teammates are confident in it. I'll be curious when he does have a bad game how he bounces back because, like you said, it will inevitably come like every player. But I, I think with McDaniel leading the way, this team has it, has that confidence that they can bounce back from anything. McDaniel said it afterwards. What did he say about adversity, right? It's like, I creates wanted opportunity. I, yeah, creates opportunity. And he said, I wanted this. I had had a dream that I wanted this adversity. They didn't have to take me so seriously. <laughs> they didn't have to so literally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, yeah. that was the key. So now we see what do we look forward to in that Buffalo game? As far as how they, you know, you saw how they respond being down. How do you respond to success? Defense has got to step up. Uh, I mean, that's and that's what you can hang your hat on. It's it's good when you win a game, and you also have a lot of things that you can go to work Absolutely. on. And and I think defensively, you certainly do because uh, look, not that Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are similar players, but they do both they do present the dual, yeah, element, the dual element, yeah. um, and and do it in a different way. So you can go to school on all right. Where did we fail against Lamar Jackson where we can clean it up? Mm -hmm. And hopefully that makes us better going against uh, Josh Allen, both in the running game yeah. and also in the passing game. So that's defensively. Offensively, I'd just like to see a cleaner game uh, at the beginning. I don't – they were able to dig their way out of the mistakes, and, and obviously they can if it happens again. But that's you would prefer yeah, not no, you're right. to but against But the fact that, that they can, though, because let's be honest, the, the thought that went through my mind in watching the finish of that game and throughout the game was – a lot of us got into the same old Dolphins mindset, right? Yeah, that's true. The old Dolphins, without this kind of firepower and confidence, lose that game by three or four touchdowns. Yeah. And by the way, to the Ravens, they have of late. They, they're all blowouts. So the fact that they were able to bounce back within the game, not just get back into it, but win it, is an pretty incredible step in game two of the Mike McDaniel era. Game three is coming up Sunday. What a game. Next Sunday, 1 o'clock at Hard Rock Stadium. The Bills come into town in AFC's battle. The Dolphins with a chance to go to 3-0. What an unbelievable story. Of course, we'll be there covering it. It's Tua Tungvaloa, record-setting Sunday for the Miami Dolphins. Six touchdown passes, over 460 yards passing in the Dolphins' 2-0 start with a big comeback win in Baltimore. That's your Miami Sports Pod. We will talk next week.